It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right. Welcome back to Money for Lunch. Every quarterback can throw a ball. Every running back can run. Every receiver is fast, but the mental toughness that you talk about translates into competitiveness. That quote is by Tom Brady. This year, more than uh, this year's theme uh, is going to be dealing with uh, a lot of things about enduring, mental toughness, breaking through, because 80% of what we achieve in life is based on how we feel and how we feel happens to deal with what we think about our 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 mental our mental toughness gives us the ability to persevere when the odds seem impossible all right let's get this party started with our guest today norm blumenthal norm blumenthal attorney for workers and consumers Selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California in 2017, Norm was also inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular contributor here on Money for Lunch. Norm, welcome back. Oh, nice to be back, Bert. Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, we talk about everybody's money to see if we can make the working stiffs of America somehow, some way, more money for their labor uh, and that's what this is all about. And what we're Absolutely. going to talk about today is um, what we have in California. It's called the uh, Private Attorney General Act and what it's all about. And I want uh, the, the audience, it's called PAGA, P-A-G-A for short. Uh, and there's, this is the act that's in existence only in California. And the question becomes, is it going to go out of existence in California, or will it spread to other states? So let's talk about what it is and how it came about. And I know, Bert, you know, but for the audience there, maybe some new listeners, the system in America across the country uh, in business and in politics is an adversary system. And currently, the Republicans represent management. And their job is to get into office and do whatever they can to do what's best for management and the corporations and their shareholders. That's their job. And the people that work in these companies in management, their job is to cut the labor costs as much as they legally can and um, sometimes not completely <laughs> legal, and, but as much as they can. And right. if they didn't, they'd be fired. We all know that. So that's, that's what labor is up against. And so labor, on the other hand, the job of, uh, is to get people elected to office who are going to be pro-labor. An example of, of how this has failed in the federal level is currently the minimum wage in 28 states is the federal minimum wage. That's $7.25 an hour. And it's inconceivable that anybody across the country uh, can live on $7.25 an hour themselves, let alone for, for a family. And the only way that that's going to change is electing 
Democrats to office at the federal level to change that, which will affect the 28 states that currently do not have a, a, a minimum wage higher than that. How uh, PAGA, with the importance of PAGA today, is the fact that as a result of the Republicans controlling the Supreme Court of the United States and controlling uh, the Senate and the House at one point and the presidency, have uh, basically taken away all the rights of employees to bring class actions, group actions, representative actions across the country, including California. So there's there's been an elimination. Now, when you eliminate the ability to bring a group action, the companies have no fear of being prosecuted by a big group or having a large judgment against them because the employees can't get together and individual lawsuits are never going to be a problem for a, a company to handle because they now have, have arbitration agreements. Arbitration agreements put everybody's claim in front of a uh, arbitrator who's selected uh, generally by the uh, corporations. So there's no chance to win there. So that, that's how bleak it is. Well, here's what California, which is, is a dem- blue, deep blue Democratic state, here's what happens if you have a deep blue Democratic state. The question becomes, how do you get around this federal law? How do you protect the employees? How do you protect the marketplace so that people, other co- companies, can't cheat to compete? How do you, how do you force the the management of a company to comply with the laws because they have a fear that they'll be prosecuted under PAGA? PAGA was enacted in 2004 in California, at a time when uh, the state had no money to prosecute and uh, labor claims. And um, there was no ability on the part of the uh, individuals to to bring an action, let alone the state bringing an action. They just couldn't hire people because they had no money f- to support the bureaucracy. And so what they had came up with was this law called the Private Attorney General Act. And what it does is it appoints employees to represent other employees against the company who are violating labor laws in California and to bring representative actions on behalf of the state. And this has been challenged through the courts and has been upheld. This law is a good law. It's the only one left in the country that allows group actions for employees. So here here we stand with this PAGA law, and now uh, PAGA is under attack in California by obviously by management groups, which we you, sure. know, you would expect. Sure, this is this is part of the system to get into court and uh, maybe through referendum to get rid of the last law protecting employees uh, on the basis. Oh well, this is just for the attorneys to make money. Um, these, these are frivolous lawsuits. These, these, these are all the same old diversion away from the facts. None of this is true. First of all, the um, uh, Labor Workforce Development Agency of the state of California looks at every PAGA lawsuit and approve it, approves it to be prosecuted 
if you reach a settlement or uh, it, uh, or trial, it has to be approved by the judge in every case. And, if, and it's part of the process. The uh, LWDA, it's called the Labor Workforce Development Agency, also approves the settlement. So there's checks and balances that there can't be a, uh, a frivolous lawsuit there can't be uh, cases where it's only for the attorney to make money because there are checks and balances on it. And to the extent that it's a, uh, a claim for a technical violation, the law is in California that that can be fixed. There's a fix-it um, um, period for the companies to fix it. But what, what has ended up happening is, as a result of PAGA, we have a, a robust labor enforcement, which has allowed the wages of employees to go up and has protected them. Now, no longer, uh, for the most part, will an employee be required to come in early and set up off the clock, uh, work through um, lunch without being uh, given a, rest, a, a lunch break, work through rest breaks without a, uh, being uh, given a chance to, to just stretch their legs and get out of the office for 10 minutes in the morning and the afternoon. Uh, work off the clock in the afternoon. Uh, lack of seating in, in various uh, retail stores where they get a chance to sit down between, when it's not too busy. Uh, these are all things, misclassification of the employees. These are all things that are now being protected. Um, obviously, um, you know, failure to pay uh, 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 Minimum wage; these are all protected. Um, failure to pay the correct amount on on the regular rates; this is all protected. So all these protections exist now, which has caused corporations in California to comply with the law because they they can no longer uh, cheat to compete. And that's a, a part of the California law is the the PAGA was put into place to stop the cheating by employers, the little things, you know, it, and they just add up. Oh, you know, Mike, uh, why don't you come in uh, 10 minutes early to set up so you can be ready to go at, at uh, 9? And, hey, can you work right through to 5, and uh, then you can uh, shut down your computer and all your equipment after that. That will help us out. Do you mind doing that? And how about, um, you know, you can eat at your desk, and we'll get a lot more uh, work out of you. Well, that doesn't happen in, in, in California because if they do, PAGA protects them. But in the rest of the country now, okay, you, you want to bring your individual claim. You can't find an attorney that, that could take it, so you're up against the employer in an arbitration proceeding where he's picked the, uh, the, the arbitrator. So you don't have a chance there. So that's why PAGA is so important. And it, that's why everybody, when they get out to vote in the next election that's coming up, you know, vote with somebody that's going to help you not only get higher wages, but protect you with uh, being sure that the laws are going to be fo followed in your state. Absolutely. You know, what I like about uh, PAGA is that it, it uh, it puts a lot of power into the hands of working class stiffs, right? In, in, into the hands of the everyday citizen who are able to see, uh, 
for lack of better term, you know, lack of better words, let's say they're able to see the wrongdoing on a uh, on a much bigger scale than the understaffed, overwhelmed office of the attorney general, right? I mean, it's just one of those things where uh, it, it gives us or it gives them the power to really make a change and, and, and uh, um, what do you call it, uh, not only help themselves in some cases, but also help other employees. So I think it's a wonderful little tool. It is. And, and you bring up a great point because it's power to the people. And, yes. and that is really, I, you know, I didn't express it that way, but that's really a great way to do it. Look at what's happened in Washington with the whistleblower in the, um, in the proceedings against uh, the president. But for this one person standing up and saying, this isn't right, none of, none of these proceedings would have taken place without his protection. And it's the same thing with PAGA. PAGA puts the power in the people to stand up and say, you know, there may be 500 people in this, in this shop that are getting cheated by this company, but if I stand up under PAGA, I can protect all of them. If I, otherwise, if I just stood up for myself, the, the best I could do was be protect myself, which wouldn't change the, the dynamics of the company. And that's why the tool is so wonderful. And it used to exist in the rest of the country uh, before we had a, uh, a management um, uh, Supreme Court. It used to exist because you had the Fair Labor Standard Act, of law, where they could bring uh, representative actions everywhere in the country. But now, uh, because of, of the Supreme Court decision and the arbitration provisions, there's very a few companies, or there's certainly no large companies that are left that don't have arbitration agreements that you have to sign as a condition of employment to work for a company. You have to sign away your rights to bring an action in court or before any local um, labor uh, board. So all you can do is bring your individual action in arbitration. They've taken away all of those rights. And in California... Of course, they're trying to take away PAGA. I don't think they'll be successful because I think people in California are too smart for that. But the same laws, PAGA, across the country, they're talking about it in Illinois enacting it. They're talking about it in North Carolina potentially enacting it. They're talking about it in Washington State. So the tide is starting to slowly turn where other groups, Democrats, in other states are realizing that this is really a win-win situation for everybody. On the one hand, the state doesn't have to hire a bureaucracy to try to enforce the laws, which it wouldn't be able to do anyway because there would be just too many people they'd have to hire. So they don't have to go to that, that great expense. Two, there's now labor uh, enforcement of the local uh, state labor laws through the PAGA proceedings. And three, it protects the companies that want to be honest. I mean, there's companies out there that want to, and I think the vast majority of companies, they're not interested in cheating to compete. Uh, they're interested in complying with the law. And, but what happens is, is their competition gets away with it, and it's a slippery slope. And, and pretty soon it's just, oh, you know, let's let it go, let's let it go, let's let it go. And everybody's doing the same thing because there's no fear 
of any repercussion because no one can bring a group action or a representative action across the country. And so this is really serious, and and there's just an inability for workers to unite across the country. Unions are are essentially worthless, except for go, you know government employees. They're really uh, there's very few people that are in unions. Let's put it that way. And right. They just don't. They're not there anymore. So the only protection we have are with the laws, and good laws create a robust economy. California, as a re- in part as a result of this change in law in 2004, is now the fifth largest economy in the world. I mean, it's hard to believe, but we're only behind the United States generally, um, China, Japan, the uh, European Union. That's it. We're ahead of every every country in um, in um, uh, in the world. You know, except for the United States, China, and Japan. So that this is California is a robust uh, um, economy. Our um, minimum wage now in most places is uh, is twelve dollars, and it's going up to fifteen, and it should go higher. You know, the minimum wage now should be twenty-two dollars an hour, really, across the country. We should work towards that. That's a living wage, and with the earned income tax credit. Uh, people can be in a position where they can have a living wage, um, and uh, you know they're, they're, they can look to the point where their children are going to have a better life than they have um, when we go forward. And this is all things that can happen with a, a Congress and a Senate and a presidency and a state legislatures and governors that are democratic be, for no other reason than that they are pro labor. And right. I have no, I have no objection to management. I think management is doing what it should be doing, but labor, but people aren't doing what they need to do to protect themselves, because they get get diverted with other issues that, in the end, are not as important as putting food on the table, getting good education for your children, good health care, and the ability for your your children to have the education that will give them the jobs of the future. You know, we're not a horse and buggy country anymore. We switched over to automobiles, and now it's, it's time to switch over away from, from fossil fuels into the, the next gig, into the gig economy. And there's plenty of gig jobs that will be available, and there's plenty of jobs that will be available in, in, this, in this new economy as long as people have the education and the desire to work. Right now, at Taco Bell, the if you're a manager at a Taco Bell, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year because there's just not enough workers out there. That's what they're willing to pay for good help. And right. of course, you're going to ha- have to work sixty, seventy hours a week. But that's what management does because they're exempt employees from the over overtime rules. So we're really in a in a in a good position, and the people. You know, coming to the election, this is where, what we're talking about. The idea of voting your pocketbook, voting for a Democrat, because that's the person who's going to best protect their rights as workers. Absolutely. You know what? And, and one of the things that I love about your position is that, first of all, you're very upfront. Hey, this is the system we have, it's an adversarial system. And this is how we have to function in this adversarial system. I, you know, a lot of people 
don't see it that uh, that simply, right? Uh, and then the second thing is you're you know you're encouraging people to vote for what's going to be financially best for them. Vote for your pocketbooks. That's what corporations do. That's what uh, you know. Uh, that's what they all do is they vote with the person that's going to be most uh, beneficial to either their company or their pocketbook or, or whatever you want to call it. That's that's it. There's, you know, there's nothing else to say. You know, Washington is, you know, a locust field of lobbyists. I mean, they're yes. all over the place, and they're, but there's nobody lobbying for the work working stiff. I mean, the lobbyists all there are all there for the pharmaceutical companies and the oil companies and and you know you, you name it, whatever the trucking companies and and everybody there you know agriculture everything but there's nobody there that's lobbying for labor they just don't exist anymore very few and so the legislatures go where the money is because when they do that they'll get enough money to position themselves and and uh, for their advertising to allow them on on social issues to get elected because people in the end there's a lot of emotion in voting, and in the end, they they don't vote for the, the person who's going to protect their interest. And, and so all people have to do is sit back and say, look, we are in an adversary system. Is, is there a Republican out there? I'd like to vote for a Republican, but is there one out there that's going to protect my financial interest? And if you can't find one, and I don't know that there is one, I mean, I'm not seeing them anywhere. They're pretty pretty united in their in their position of being pro management across the board. They can't even increase the minimum wage from seven dollars and twenty five cents. I mean yeah. this is this is something that's crazy across the country. And it's it, it's something that should have been done a long time ago. And in all the states too. We got twenty eight states that are following that that won't increase it. So the working stiff is is basically in a very, very tough position, but there, it's not something that can't be overcome in, uh, in November. It can be right. overcome in, in November because, and if it isn't, the only people you have to blame are, are your, is yourself if you voted for Republicans because that's their job is to, is to promote management. The first and foremost job, forget the social issues, the first and foremost job is to promote management. And there's a lot of Democrats out there that will be running that agree with you and, and others on social issues and are pro-labor. Those are the ones that you should, you know, if you're adamant about your social issues, those are the ones you should be looking for because the Democrats are, are a big tent. They take in everybody. They don't keep anybody out. Uh, and the Republicans are a very narrow tent because of their uh, their position on management. They have to be pro-management to be a Republican. Absolutely. That's a requirement. Well, and, and, and the thing about it is, look, uh, the Republicans uh, are definitely about pro, uh, pro-management and really about pro-money. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're in bed with, uh, we talked about management, they're in bed with, uh, uh, 
the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical industry and and it just the list goes on and on and on and yeah. and if you don't vote then you are hurting yourself and 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 your voice is not being heard yeah it's that's how it's set up that's how the system's uh set up and that's the way it's going to be until people change it with their votes and and get out there and and vote and you and really vote you what's going to help you and your family and your children uh to get ahead in this in this in this world there's so many laws that can protect you but at the end of the day management is for the shareholders shareholders want greater profits and greater profits mean cutting costs and the and the easiest cost to cut now is is labor cost because labor is, can't be organized and so if you can't or, if you can't organize and it's a onesie and twosie type of operation you're never going to be labor's never going to be successful in changing things so it it's you know obviously everybody'd like to see the stock market go up but there's no reason that the management of the company are are making substantially greater amounts in in terms of their salary and benefits than the persons working in the companies there should be the in the companies themselves there should be a way to even the playing field, but it just doesn't work that way. Uh, but by the same token, if management has to show the same kind of profits, it's going to have to direct some of the money or more of the money to labor costs than just top management. And so that's an, another issue that's that's sitting in the forefront there. But everybody wants to protect, you know, that has in, has a 401k, wants to protect their interests there. So, but at the same time, they're they're destroying the benefits of everybody to have more money, to spend more money, and in the end, if if the minimum wage went to $15 an hour, people would have more money to spend and they'd buy more and spend more because this is a 70% consumer economy and companies would make more. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's one of these things. It's you. It, the pie gets bigger. It's not a a finite pie. The pie gets bigger, and everybody prospers. That's exactly what happened in California. As we raised the minimum wage, and we protected the rights of of employees, the economy grew because the money was in the hands of people that would spend it, as opposed to the hands of of management who would put it in their in their four hundred one k's, and it just it wouldn't be spent. You know, at the other, at the lower levels, it, this is money that's going to go right back into the economy to buy products, to expand the economy that requires more workers. And this is what PAGA protects. And so we're we're under assault in California in PAGA. What remains to be seen, um, the success of the assault. But we will fight here. And if you're not in California, if you're in California, remember, um, if there is going to be any type of referendum that you uh, vote in favor of keeping PAGA and in the rest of the country, you know, vote for Democrats who would enact PAGA. It's a good law. And, and even the uh, Republicans I talked to, they like the law because it cuts the cost of government. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and gives employees. And so it's a win-win situation. Every, you know, Republicans are by and large a very honest group of people. and they, they, want, they don't want to see people cheat to compete. So even in California, 
there's a, there's a, a you know a good group of Republicans that have no problem with Paca. Absolutely, absolutely. And and uh, Norm, we're out of time, but always good to have you on the show. And I want to I want to give out your website. So if you have questions about Paga or anything that Norm's talked about, you can reach out to Norm Blumenthal and his team at BAMLawCA.com. BAMLawCA.com. Norm Blumenthal, always my friend. Good to have you on the show. Thanks, Bert. Have a great one. All righty, good stuff there from one of America's most trusted lawyers, Norm Blumenthal, uh, and how Paga is able to help the. Uh, what do you call it? It's able to help the government of California keep people honest. As always, my friend, let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's uh, continue to push forward. Remember to get out there and vote. The worst thing you can do is simply not vote. So whether you vote Democrat or you vote Republican, get out there and vote. Do yourself some good. As always, my friends, remember you were created to succeed. Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.